Hey Felicia, did you know that people can now help us out by becoming a patron via our Patreon account? Yes, because you told me. Yay. That's right, because we <laughs> made these decisions together. Yeah, and I'm really excited about our Patreon account because for a small amount of money, you can come and support us. We will give you shout outs, exclusive content, and we will throw some of our ideas out at you to see what we should talk about on this show. I'm really excited about that. How about you, Paul? Oh, it's going to be amazing. I just think it's so great to see non-exhausting humans actually feature and be a part of the show. I know. So shout out to everybody in the world. Come and join us on our Patreon account. And where can they find this, Paul? Well, they've got two choices because we believe in democracy here. So you can go to patreon.com slash humans exhaust me. Or just go to humansexhaustme.com. Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. I'm Biz Paul here in Plague Island and I'm joined by my wonderful friend Felicia Jones who is in the place that it never really went anywhere anyway. It's in the USA. Hi Felicia. I, I mean, are you talking about my basement, the safest place in all of no, the no, world? No. no, no, no. I wouldn't be talking about that. That's like the one place I wish I could be right now. <laughs> it's nice and cool here. How is it over there? Uh, sweltering is, I think, the phrase, or scorchio, as the tabloids always say okay. uh, when when something like this happens. It's very, it's warm here. It's not, it's not, um, you know, uh, Seattle, Vancouver, British Columbia, hot by okay. any stretch of the imagination. It's about twenty degrees low. It's about sort of uh, thirty to thirty-three, thirty-four. Thirty, thirty-three. Okay, so for I have to go do the conversion. Oh, it's good. It's kind of hot. It's ninety in the nineties there. In okay. the nineties, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so fun. I'm That's I'm hot. here in uh, my recording place. Just uh, you know, obviously the windows have got to be shut because I don't want the neighbours kind of getting involved in the podcast. Okay. So that could be fun. <laughs> uh, I don't think they'd understand really what we were doing. I think it would be but quite. But they could be a listener. They could be a listener. We yeah. don't want to rob them of the opportunity to love us. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Okay. Uh, so, so the windows are, are closed, and Ooh. so there's no air. You, you don't have? Do you have AC? No. Huh. No, we don't have such things in this country. That's just torture. <laughs> well, it doesn't. It only gets this hot. Uh, well, occasionally. This is this is the thing. So occasionally, it gets warm enough for for AC to be required, but mainly it doesn't. I mean, we don't have things like adequate snow plows in the winter either because it doesn't really get snow enough for it, for that to be an issue we're just an all-rounder but wouldn't it be nice if you had ac right now oh it would be incredible i do have a fan which i have in my bedroom but i mean it was difficult last blowing night. hot air i mean it's gonna be 92 here and we never turn the ac on but we do have it on today right okay well yeah. they, uh, <laughs> i have ac in the office and it was nice but, to go there today. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess you don't want sweat hottie bodies at work. So Who no. Yeah. So, oh, well. But the only problem with AC is that I do walk around with, like, jogging pants and sweatshirts on <laughs> during the summertime. Okay. Well, it's too cold. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cold. <laughs> uh, we don't get any sunlight inside of the house. So it's always pretty cool in the house. Do you not have windows? We do have windows, but the way our house is situated, uh, we don't get direct sunlight um, in the back where all the windows are. 
So the sun kind of just goes <laughs> over us like east to west and not north to south. So um, it's kind of nice in the summertime. We don't have to turn the AC on, just turn the fans on. But oh. it gets pretty cool in the in the wintertime. <laughs> I'm kind of imagining this house as having no windows at the front now. Um, it Well, the way the house is situated is there, there are, I mean, kind of, it's only like one window in the front of the house, but that's to like an office. Um, and oh. to the other two bedrooms in the front, they are on the side of the house. So okay. that part of the house does get some sunlight, but we're not in the front part. So our bedroom, the living area, everything's in the back of the house, which we have the great view of the mountains. Um, and that doesn't get any sunlight. Okay. Direct sunlight. So sounds yeah. ideal. <laughs> yeah. At the moment, oh, it I'm... is. It is. It's pretty, it's pretty darn ideal. So um, we don't get all of the sun and um, it stays pretty cool until it gets really, really hot. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you're sweating away. So yeah. I'll just enjoy the AC <laughs> for you. Okay. <laughs> but we got a lot to talk about. I mean, there's so much going on. So I think what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to start off with what's going on on your Twitter account, because then we have to uh, talk about the latest COVID updates coming out of the UK. Well, you're probably seeing it as much as uh, we are. I mean, there's there's so much going on in Twitter right right now. Um, do you want, can I start with some breaking news, like literally just breaking? before we record this? Go for it. Break, break, breaking news. I mean, I see that it's Benedict Cumberbatch's birthday. Is that the breaking news? That's not the breaking news. The breaking news is... Harry, Prince Harry, is writing a memoir. Oh, yeah, I just saw that pop up on my, my Twitter feed. So yeah. good for him. He's going to tell us more all. <laughs> I mean, you know, as if as if uh as if it couldn't get any more interesting. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I stand on the fact that I think Harry has had his heart broken. Yeah so bad that he's still trying to figure out how to process all of this so if it helps him go for it well i mean you know he's doing all his therapy in public that's that that's fine but he's only 36 you can't write a memoir at 36 well he's 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 royal 36 that's a that's a whole different life you know mm. than like regular people so let him go for it you know if this is if this is going to make him feel better or at least try <laughs> uh, we've never seen a royal uh, deal with emotions in public so mm. this is all new to him so it'll be it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see whether how how much of it is him or how much of it's co-written by somebody else that will be really interesting to see because a lot of celebrities co-write mm -hmm. and so it'll be interesting to see whether he does whether he does the same but we'll we'll see so that's like literally the last couple of minutes otherwise here in the uk it is freedom day and the dumb is either spelled D-O-M or D-U-M-B, depending on which side of the argument you <laughs> fall on. Freedom where, Day. Yeah, where that's it now. It's done. Uh, no. Oh, like, oh, you mean freedom from COVID? Freedom from restrictions. Okay, I thought this was like a real holiday. So, okay, Freedom Day. <laughs> All right. I'm no, not as following. We, as okay. we established in the last episode... We don't have an Independence Day because everyone was trying to get their independence from us. So the only <laughs> freedom the cool that we've bully. got, yeah, <laughs> the only freedom we've got is actually freedom from coronavirus restrictions. So uh, in, very interesting. At, at one minute past midnight uh, last night, nightclubs opened because they couldn't wait any longer. Ooh. Nightclubs opened and people went in for the rest of the 
the, the, the night. And this is hilarious. The scenes were such scenes that the government has uh, decided today <laughs> after relinquishing all restrictions that at the end of September, you're going to need to be double vaccinated to go into a nightclub. You know, I, I, I will say this and I've said it here. You got to decide what you want people to do. <laughs> Humans are very simple creatures and they're just going to do what they do. And if you expect them to do the right thing, um, yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, you guys kind of already have some real freedom. I mean, over the weekend, I watched Formula One. 380,000 people all in one place. I think I saw three people with um, mask on. Yeah. And of course you had the football game last week. So mm -hmm. I'm sure that's another 100,000 people. And the COVID uh, stats have jumped up for you all. How's that going? How, yeah. Isn't that a surprise? Isn't that a surprise? I, Who would have thought surprised. that would happen? <laughs> I know. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Uh, we've... So the prediction was that we might get to 50,000 cases a day by uh, by today. And we passed that a few days ago. Yay. Good for us. <laughs> ahead, of, ahead of target. <laughs> um, and now they're saying it could be 100,000 a day. It could be 200,000 a day, you know, by, by mid-August. I mean, who knows? But as people are saying, we've got to learn to live with it. So um, good luck. Um, what we're seeing here, I don't, um, I'll look for the official numbers, but we're seeing more young people going into the hospital here. And that's Same. kind of freaking people out, um, you know, going into ICU. We, we're actually having a couple of states where they are kind of back to last year where the ICUs are to capacity. They're turning away people. Um, especially some of the Southern states. I don't yeah, know why, but um, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's it's kind of crazy what's going on. And then, of course, now some of the CDC people are saying, oops, we should have told you to keep wearing your mask. So. <laughs> well, I mean, you are the the forerunner of what's <laughs> happening to us now in terms of to see what's what's happening. Mm -hmm. uh, but it would it would just be interesting. I, I see here just looking at uh, a different screen here that the CDC has upped the uh, level of risk for travellers going to the UK, and it says, avoid travel to the United Kingdom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, oops. No one, there's, there's a whole thing about, um, here about travel, and are we opening, you know, allowing people back, and allowing people to go on holiday, and this, that, and the other. But of course, all we're seeing now is people going, we don't want people from the UK. Bulgaria, can't go there. Denmark, <laughs> they don't want us. Uh, France, we've kind of issued this weird new rule about how if you're double jabbed from an ambulance country, like a semi-risky country, mm -hmm. and you're double jabbed, you don't have to isolate unless you came from France, in which case you do have to isolate because France has uh, a variant of concern, the beta variant. Beta. And we don't want that. We don't want that coming into this country. Oh, no. <laughs> and for the Americans, he's saying beta. Beta, yeah, beta. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize for your interesting For speaking English. correctly, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It's just getting... I, a lot of people are debating now whether we are actually in a second wave. Whereas, you know, we've had the whole talks about first waves, second waves, and third waves. But 
Someone, um, we were kind of watching, a, I was watching a debate on Twitter through these scientists and they were saying, technically, we were supposed to get down to under like 10,000 or 15,000 a day to like call it a first wave, but we never really did. So, um, or we just did it after we got all the vaccinations. So now we're technically in our second wave. So there seems to be some debate on if we're in our second wave or if we're in our fourth wave. Um, it's a little concerning. It's a little concerning how this is. It's, I find it very odd because France and some of Europe are saying, you know, they're starting to get a fourth wave and we're definitely in a third wave and you're having a second. I mean, is is there a is there a fixed number of waves in the in the last massive pandemic in the 1920s, the Spanish flu pandemic? There were three waves. Yes. So I was kind of semi hopeful if we had been in our third wave that like this is the exit wave. That's what some of the government here are calling it the exit wave which i think is a little <laughs> bit optimistic yes um but the the message here is clear we have to just get on with it now and live with it but i went into town earlier today uh-huh. just to i need to pick something up i thought well i'll, I'll see what the situation is uh, with my mask and even though restrictions are off basically everyone was still wearing masks and uh doing things as they have been doing before very few uh-huh. people weren't wearing masks so whether that was the town that i was in or whether that's people just being nervous whether people just want to act responsibly i don't know probably nervous i assume it'll be like here you'll keep wearing it and then eventually you're gonna be like you know what screw it so mm. i don't know this is this whole COVID things i'm pretty much i i don't know i D- dustin and i have been debating if this is a civilization killer i know it's pretty dour but uh it's like wow this disease is not going anywhere and it's just morphing so we're having massive um people talking about please get the vaccinations um we're seeing some people getting breakthroughs um so it's it's gonna be interesting just how this plays out for the rest of the year i'm also starting to see now business-wise a lot of people who are doing live events are kind of going back to virtual again uh it's it's kind of crazy it's crazy. interesting yeah well yeah. I, I think that's I don't know what's going to happen here as an events person I'm, I'm like can we just like <laughs> get like a plateau of like where we are one way or the other so no, I can make the decision I mean I can make I can make the safer decision if I want to it's just I don't really want to you don't want to you know what I just say go spend your money and eat the cake and see yeah what, and just write this out well, um <laughs> We will see, but this is uh, 2020 part two, and I guess we'll just get ready for 2020 part three come January 1st. <laughs> uh, it is always going to be, but basically here in the United States, we have declared COVID is done. Mm-hmm. So depending on where you are, um, COVID is happening. If you're in some of the southern states, it's not happening. But of course, in those states, the, the cases are rising, hospitalizations are rising. L.A. is the first city who has taken steps to put in a uh, mask mandate again. So there is a citywide mask mandate in Los Angeles and and people are kind of freaking out. We uh, Dustin watched a little bit of Fox News for whatever reason. And he said (laughs) the people, you know, they said, well, it's their right not to wear a mask. They can die if they want to. And I, and I, I don't know what they're arguing over there, but it's really not making sense. So, mm. oh, okay. There you go. The latest on COVID. <laughs> Just spend your money, eat the cake. 
wait till the aliens come and save us. We will see. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> people, the the billionaires, they're flying out of here. So good for them. <laughs> they, they they know this is the end. They, they want to hurry up and colonize Mars or something. They're like, peace out. Let's go find a new planet to take over while the rest of us just sit here yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> And be mad at our Bitcoin for going down. So there you go. Yeah. Well, I've got to tell you, there's an event. I think it's later this week where some big uh, players like Dorsey and Musk are going to be talking about Bitcoin. So here's my tip. Buy your Bitcoin this week before. Buy your Dogecoin. Or your Dogecoin. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll go up to 25 cents. Yeah. (laughs) Yay. So get in on it today. Are the markets closed over there already? Uh, no, markets yeah. don't really close, do they? Yeah, well, not the Bitcoin markets. No. They're always open. Somebody's always there. It's kind of like Vegas, always there to take your money. Mm-hmm. All right. And with that, since we are rolling dice and playing roulette, we have to talk about our official Olympics coverage. Yay! Yeah. Can, can we insert the music? Can we, I was, can we yeah, that? I was going to say, I think I'll try and find some music at this point. <laughs> This this is going to be a regular feature during the, it's just two weeks. So, I mean, it three won't weeks. be three weeks. Three okay. Weeks. So it won't yeah. be like forever. So just bear with it, people. I mean, forever. <laughs> I mean, unless we give some love to the Paralympics. I don't, I mean, yes. You know, well, we absolutely should do that. D and I know that. Yeah. Yeah. About six weeks then. Yeah. About six weeks of Olympics coverage. All right. So let's talk the 2020, is it 2020 Olympics or are they called it the 2021 Olympics? It's, well, it's officially Tokyo 2020. Okay. I love how we're doing all these things from the past. (laughs) I have a feeling we're going to have some 2020 events in 2022. Did you think? (laughs) Yeah, because we're just too lazy to go rebrand because we've already paid the money. Spent the money, yeah. They already went through one rebranding exercise already because the person who designed the first logo copied it from somewhere. And so they had to redesign the logo. (laughs) Well, there you go. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so the Olympics starts technically, I guess some of the bigger events start next week, but it actually starts later on this week. Um, I don't know all of the ins and outs. I'm not really certain if they're doing an opening ceremony because yeah. they're not having they're not having an audience, but are they still going to do the parade of nations? That I don't know, but there is an opening yeah. ceremony on Friday. Um, Maybe it's which- virtual. I don't know. Well, I saw a picture on the news of the Olympic Stadium all covered with various markers on, which was clearly ready for people to do parady things and routines yeah. and clapping and you know stuff that people do. Um, so, yeah, I think there will be an opening ceremony, but obviously nobody in the stadium. Yeah, I wonder if the athletes are going to be there. I I will say for I've always loved the Olympics, but this year I'm just not feeling it as much. Really? It seems so <laughs> it seems so haphazard. I mean, we got Japanese people who are saying uh, it's like almost 80% of the population was like, "No, we don't want it." Jap- Japan went into or Tokyo went into lockdown last week um because their numbers are skyrocketing with COVID. Yeah. And then now we have athletes who are getting off of the plane and testing positive for COVID. And most of them are either coming back home because they can't compete because they have to isolate. 
for I think it's almost like 10 to 14 days, which is pretty much the whole Olympics. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you, you know that that's messed up. And um, we have athletes here that are testing positive before they even leave. So they're not even joining. I mean, uh, Serena has pulled out of the Olympics. Um, I think uh, Osaka is going to show for Japan. But mm-hmm. uh, in tennis, we have basketball players who they claim they're hurt but uh, i think a lot of them are skipping out on the olympics as well so they're kind of pulling from the d team which is not bad but they're pulling from the d team to find people to um, be on the usa basketball team and of course they had to go into a bubble for the nba season last year and none of them like not having their families around so i think a lot of them are like nope not going to do that because you can't take your families over to the olympics either no kids no, nothing nothing yeah y- yeah um i'm just curious how this is all going to work out and how they're going to keep covid away from this event which is not working right now yeah, well, I just can't see how, how they can. I mean, as you say, it's happening already. I know that uh, six members of the Great Britain team are in isolation because someone on their flight to Tokyo mm-hmm. uh, tested positive. So they were obviously in the wrong part of the plane. Well, not in the wrong part, but, you know, they're in the wrong part for them, as it turned out, <laughs> in the wrong part for their career. Uh and uh, what I can't understand is why why they didn't just charter a flight if if COVID was a concern, why they just popped them on a standard scheduled flight. But I guess that's a money issue. Yeah, somebody has to pay for it. And it sounds like 58 people have already tested positive for COVID, which also means they have to, everybody around them have to isolate. Yeah. So... <laughs> well, a female gymnast from the US team is having to self-isolate because another member of the team has gone down with COVID. Yeah, this is I, I've seen it with um other countries. Yeah, I just I don't I don't know. And it's a 14-day isolation. I mean, that's essentially your whole Olympics career. That's it. Yeah. yeah al- although I was reading that they can get released early with certain tests. So you know, we will see. I guess it just depends on the look of the schedule, when yeah. your event is, whether, I mean, you know, if you can't train yeah, and then the event can't. is the next day, you, you're not, you know, you're not going to run like 10 seconds for the 100 meters if you're not <laughs> being able to run anywhere. Just run around your bed in the in the room. Oh. Well, if you can run around in that room, if you're sharing it with somebody, can you share with somebody? Yeah, I mean, they, um, they've been sharing rooms. I mean, you have to have your roommate because they have the anti-sex beds, you know. The what? They have anti-sex beds. What's an anti-sex bed? I, I don't know, marriage? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have anti-sex beds. They are made out of cardboard. And for any sudden movement, they're supposed to collapse because they think that this will help not spread the covid around come on this is this is ridiculous i mean sure not being funny but there are some hefty weightlifters they can't (laughs) be expected to sleep on a cardboard bed can they i i don't know maybe maybe they made it so that you can sleep on them and the fact that you know i love the best tweet i saw about this was i'm pretty certain that some of the world's best 
best athletes can figure out how to have sex, not in a bed. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> but this is, I mean, now they're claiming that the beds aren't meant for for anti-sex, but that's how it was reported. Like even a month ago, I saw saw this story about these anti-sex beds, but uh, they're supposed to be recycled later on. Um, so right. you might be getting somebody's recycled sex. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even if they're made of cardboard. You know, when cardboard gets wet. Sure, they have a mattress and things like that. Okay. So I mean, depends on what you're doing. No, I didn't want to no go there, especially. <laughs> no shame, no, no, no sh- uh, shame or judgment. So do do well, your yeah. thing. Well, like you say, you don't need a sex. You don't need a sex. You don't need a bed to have sex in. Mm-hmm. But they so. have been giving out condoms. They have given out like all these condoms to the athletes, but they told them not to use them. They're just for them to take back home. So okay. So does do condoms stop COVID? I I I I think no, but I think it's um from what I understand, there's a lot of um mating going on between, you know, athletes. I mean, you got mm. top physical condition and people all with pent up energy. Yeah, and they've and, got like hormones running through their system as well. Yeah, so that's a lot of athletes and you know, this is how people find their mates and spouses for the rest yeah. of their lives. So I think this is probably something they've all always have been doing with the um Olympic villager uh yeah, village yeah, yeah. athletes. Yeah, I've read but that. I think when you combine that with an anti sex bed, a global pandemic, diseases, yeah. The end of the world, okay. you know. So why don't we have some predictions then? Because one of the great features of an Olympic Games is the medal table. And America it's always well well, no, you say yeah. that. You say that. But like <laughs> the People's Republic of China has uh, very much been up there, as you know, <laughs> Russia not so much since the collapse of the Soviet Union, although yeah. who knows what Putin will do to make sure that, that they're up there. Yeah. Uh, usually, like, in fact, are they allowed to compete, Russia, or are they still banned? I think they, they had certain teams have had issues, if I'm right. Yeah, well, Russia was banned from competition from from basically everywhere, so maybe they can't compete, but who, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, Great Britain, over the last few Olympics, has done very, very well. I think we came second in london and then i think we came third or fourth in rio okay so so you came in actually you came in second with the medal count for the 2016 summer olympics did we yeah you did you see i undersold ourselves there i'm a terrible patriot well i i I could be wrong they don't have it in order i actually think you came in third you came in third behind china well, and well, and you won, did you? Of course, the USA of course. at the top. Okay, of course we did. Okay, now you did come in um, second for gold medals, though. Right, I knew it was something. Yeah, yeah, you okay. came in second for gold. United States was first, of course. Well, we do very well in uh, track cycling, although that that was before there was lots of scandal and potential drug taking. Yeah, yeah. Um, we do. We used to do quite well in the swimming for for a bit. Uh, we we do work well in rowing, and the odd the odd athletics okay, one so is what we do well. In. Sports you do well in rich people. We sports. do well in rich people sports, okay. and in this and in this games we will probably do well for for COVID. <laughs> you know we will get a good gold medal there. So how are we gonna how are we gonna decide like the the COVID medals here? Are we we're gonna count like how many athletes from a 
from a team I mean, test positive. I mean, we're going to have to count. I mean, because we got to we're going to do metal watch for everybody listening. We're going to do metal watch, of course, because we got to celebrate the athletes. They work their butts off to get there. But we also have to talk about the exhaustion of being human during the pandemic and why we're <laughs> doing this. So we got to keep up with the COVID count. So I think what we're going to do <clears throat> is we have to um, probably, if we can, I'm sure somebody's going to keep stats. Uh, we got to find how many people are in isolation. Yeah. Um, that actually should be, I, I don't know, um, how many people in isolation, how many people test positive and then hopefully we don't get a lot of people going to the hospital so far there has at least been one um athlete that i know of who has been moved to the hospital Ooh. over in Jap in japan hmm. yeah we don't think anybody i hopefully nobody dies that would suck um <laughs> but yeah. i'm gonna hope that some of these athletes are vaccinated or you know health is on their side so that's what we're gonna hope for there yeah yeah Oh God! Um, uh, yes, I was, I was, I was all, I was all up for this being like quite jokey, but now you're talking about people actually dying. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we do have to remember this is a pandemic, but uh, but we we should we should keep up with this because yeah. this is going to be probably a very significant turning point point in the Olympics. Of you know, you know, uh, I'm assuming there are going to be a lot of people who say, "I told you so." Yeah, yeah. And then we're going to have to see what happens when these people go back to their home countries and what happens there. And um, the yeah. hope is we don't have rampant COVID. I'm, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there's very, very minimal risk of people coming from all over the planet to one place and uh, celebrating something together uh, with their various different variants and then going home and mixing with their population. I'm sure there is very minimal risk. You know there. what? I never even thought about that. The variant mixing. That could not be great. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I didn't even think about that. Like, because, I mean, we have, you have the beta variant uh, that's Delta. coming out of France. And oh, yeah, sorry, Delta yeah. is coming out of the UK. We have Lambda coming out of South America. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I mean, if they are already at Lambda, there's a whole bunch of alphabet before that. Yeah. Um, I didn't even think what I mean could happen with this variant mixing. I guess it's like almost like a super variant could come yeah. out of this thing. Mm -hmm. Like an athletic one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that can't yeah, that like can't be damaged because it's got all the genes from the athletes. I know that's not how it works, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah, imagine it's kind of like all of the, the best athletes in the world create this super variant. Yeah. Yeah, the best bit. So this bit here that avoids the vaccine will take that. And this bit here that like really multiplies quickly will take that. And this bit here that like does lots and lots of damage will take uh, that. Well, that sounds... I'm sure it fun. won't happen. <laughs> Yay, Olympics. Get ready for the end of the world, folks. Well, I, I feel sorry for, uh, you know, Paris and L.A., uh, you know, in, in the future, because this, this might be the last one. You know, I'm hearing a lot of, of talk around that, that this could be the ender for the Olympics. And they've had so many issues um, over the last few years with, and this is just the IOC and how they have operated, yeah. taken money, um, kind of destroyed 
uh, cities and countries that they've been to. And um, yeah, I guess, I mean, you know, there's room for change for the Olympics. There's absolutely room for change. Yeah, I mean, like you say, populations generally don't want the Olympics when they re- realize what it what it does. Yeah, I think London only did quite well because it pretty much utilized temporary venues, or you know, there were, there were minimum new builds, and they were all destined for repurposing afterwards. Yeah, um, but like Athens, terrible for Athens, terrible for Rio. Um, oh yeah oh horrible for rio if you ever watched the documentary um and i don't think it went very well for russia either in um sochi yeah that was the winter olympics yeah yeah so but uh, nobody nobody wants anyway i mean uh for the 2022 winter olympics it was going to go to norway i think Um, well that was the favorite and and people didn't want people didn't want it to go to beijing but norway pulled down so you know, Beijing it is next year for the Winter Olympics. Yeah, how are they going to pull that off? <laughs> well, I'm, I've been curious about that. That's kind of like having a Winter Olympics in Florida. <laughs> yeah, but okay, well. yeah, they China will make some magic happen. So yeah, they'll make snow. They'll yeah. make snow. No, no question about that. But you know, you've got Paris in 2024, LA in 2028. I mean, I'd be thinking, hmm, that might be. You know, they might be the last ones. Maybe no one will want to bid for 2032. I don't know. I mean, I've always wanted to go to one. I mean, my maybe my time has passed <laughs> to go to Olympics because I was so set on going to the Olympics in Japan. I've, I have wanted to go to one for the last, oh gosh, you know, since London, I really wanted to go to that one. But maybe, maybe the world is just changing now because... Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I guess I, we just have to see how they're getting out of this. And I'm reading an, an article, and it's a day-by-day of how many people have been, uh, have tested positive, how many people are in isolation uh, in, in, in Tokyo. It is a madhouse. And on top of that, we already had someone who has defected. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, this, this happens a lot. Who, who, who yeah. is it? Um, I forget the athlete's name, but they are out of Uganda, a weightlifter, and they said, you know, um, they were there for the early competitions because, yeah, they still have early competitions and um, matchups going on right now to get to the medal, the medal ceremony um, okay. games. And um, I guess he he arrived for his thing. I, I don't think he he didn't continue. He didn't win to keep going. And he bought a, a train ticket and nobody's seen him since he said he didn't want to go back home and he left a note to send all of his stuff to his wife happens every single games (laughs) um yes i don't think it's going to go very well for him to hide in japan but good luck to him yeah let's see how far he gets yeah i think they said his plane ticket went north so right yeah (laughs) well there's a lot of people in japan uh so you know we'll see whether We'll see whether they find him. Yeah, I don't know how what's what it's like being illegal, an illegal immigrant in Japan. So no idea, but I do know that the Japanese are very polite people. If you think English people are polite, are and, you polite? And no, yeah. Well, we could be rude <laughs> over but the Japanese... last few weeks. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're not polite to the world because we have a superiority complex. Okay, uh, but you know the British tend to apologise when it's their when it's not their fault. So uh, we are we are polite, but I know the Japanese are very polite people, okay. and 
um, maybe they will accept him. But you know, good good luck if you if you're gonna if you're gonna defect, then being your country's leading athlete and getting to an Olympics is a pretty spectacular way to do it. Yeah, it's, it's a great way to go out. Um, so yeah, uh, it happens all the time and it's interesting hearing these stories. So, you know, overall, good luck to all of the athletes going to the Olympics. I hope it goes off without too many hitches, but I have a feeling, don't be surprised if some of our favorite athletes can't compete or they get creative in competition. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Have you, I was going to say something about national anthems there. I mean, we will be living for the national anthem being played because obviously we're a far right country now. <laughs> so there will be huge joy at, at, at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see how the national anthem. I've always thought it was kind of cool to see the flag and stuff during the Olympics, but we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. We'll see. I th- yeah. Uh, so I think I think we better wish all of the Olympians and athletes and their support team and the volunteers and the vol and the vol- God. Yes, who would want to be a volunteer at this yeah. one? Um, Eighty thousand people said they weren't. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, good luck to all of them. We will keep you updated, dear listener, on the status of uh, COVID and the COVID Olympics and the yeah. medal table. Yay, 2020. <laughs> Coming right back with a vengeance for sure. <laughs> all right, we'll see how it goes. See ya. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.